guys, this is Max Fitzpatrick. Welcome to the Max and Tony Show. As you may know, my dad is in Seattle for his art show, Come Back with a Warrant. So we have pre-recorded a special episode with our pal, Pendulette, of the amazing duo, Penn and Teller, as a part of our Sunday School Max and Tony Show collaboration. Enjoy. Okay, this is uh, Pendulette preaching love. I have Tony Fitzpatrick and Max Fitzpatrick in the uh, in the studio with me, which means I'm in Chicago. You're in Chicago. Yes, sir. Now, you were talking, Tony. Uh, you are to me, Chicago. If a guy comes up to me after the show, says yeah. they're from Chicago, I say, "Do you know Tony Fitzpatrick?" If they say no, I don't believe them. You're not oh, from no Chicago, kidding. really? No, I just say, "No, you're not from Chicago." Yeah. Fuck you. you. You're you, not from Chicago. You go back there. Go back be- to Wilmette, asshole. <laughs> say hi to Rahm Emanuel. <laughs> When you know Tony, you tell me exactly. you're from Chicago. You, you, so now I'm in I'm in Chicago here now because I'm with Tony. Yeah, welcome back. You know, and you were I just mean, you used to come here quite a bit. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we're we're in we're in. Uh, although this will be this will be played at a different time. We're in Aurora tonight at the uh, at the Palace Theater or something there. I've seen you in. Uh... Maryville, Indiana. Yep. I've yep. seen you at the Schubert. I've seen you at the Blackstone. I've seen, mm-hmm. you know, I've I've seen some Penn and Teller shows. And we so. are recording this, uh, just so you know, we're recording this at our uh, at our slot machine company. Yeah, Everett. that was crazy. Yeah. yeah, seeing the Penn and Teller slot machine. That game was amazing. I want to make it very clear to you, Max. <laughs> that is not the success you'll have when it's not in demo mode. Are you sure? I won like a hundred thousand dollars, man. I Did you on. notice I that they the were kid hitting gets the paper lunch today? You know, <laughs> they were hitting oh. the demo button and then hitting another little button that said "win." Really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They were showing you all the bugs. I would be so broke in Vegas. But he just told us, he just told us that someone hit for like uh, 900, over $900,000. And that was last year on April 1st. So everybody thought it was a joke, right? Because it's April Fool's Day. You're, you know, amazing. you're going to be like, oh, no, he didn't win. What, it's just a joke. Now, now, what happens when somebody hits that? The casino just pays it out right there? No, no, the casino alibis it and says, no, no, something went wrong. There. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Someone <laughs> fucked up. Have you a know? hot dog and a beer. <laughs> <laughs> no, but hey, how do we'll they, how do they your pay them? I mean, they don't, oh. they don't pay him, like, in cash. They pay him a draft or? I I, I don't know. I think I, they I give him, like, a, a peanut voucher. Peanut butter cups. Yeah. Peanut butter cups, yeah. bottle caps. How, how, coupons. how many peanut butter cups you yeah. want? <laughs> how many prime rib dinners you want? You could have every one. Really, really. Take your family. That's you a, got a big deep family? guest list, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I would imagine uh, there's some sort of check system, wouldn't you think? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, they, I, I I don't really gamble. I mean, it's a one or they just walk out. bad habit. I've just kind of avoided. <laughs> they I mean, walk not... out. The the casino manager walks out and goes, double or nothing. That, that'd be great. Do another spin. That'd be what great. You know, they, they do have footage of all the guys who try to rob casinos oh, in Vegas. It's so great. And they yeah. get lit up before they get to the front door. Oh, there's, there's, there's a video that I saw, one of the favorite videos I've ever seen. They showed me the Atlantic City, you know, the eye in the sky. Yeah. Which uh if you if you know the right casino guy, they can show you stuff. So it's a craps table, right? Yeah. They're all sitting around a craps table, and there's this woman. With enormous breasts, wearing this tube top, right, just standing there, and they're all playing. There's a guy at the other side of the table. Now the whole table's full, and all of a sudden, in the middle of the game, she pulls down the tube top, naked breasts, shakes them all over. The two guys running, uh, running the game, the dealers don't even look. No, no, right? they look right over at her. 
look right over at the chips. The guy on the other side of the table grabs an armful of chips and <laughs> runs. And what's funny about it is he runs five steps. It's like an Irish guy thing, Max. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a I total... I got cousins that would do that shit. You know, that's an Irish He runs like six steps. Six steps. He doesn't even get up to full speed. And two guys just grab him. And the two guys who are dealing are still looking at her tits. And they look back, and there's just there's no tension whatsoever at the table. Does not miss a beat. They just come up and cuff her. (laughs) And they walk away. And I love the fact that... Did they pull the tube top back Tits out or, yeah, tits in. Tits out or tits in. Kind of let her do that, walk out. But the great thing is, is what is the plan on that? Because even if he got away, which he's not going to. Yeah. What does he do? Go to the cage and... Hi, cash in on my stolen <laughs> chips. You know? But how does she get away? What is that conversation like? I, okay, you show your tits, I'll grab the chips, and I'll run. And doesn't she say, and I'm just standing there? I think she has to get arrested and, and take a loss, and then she'll get bailed out with the stolen, you know, chip money. And then, you know, she Jesus. gets a she gets a cut. She gets, you He's, know, she took the sacrifice. That's your son, isn't the it? The brains of the outfit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, this is what you'll do, baby. It'll be no problem at all. <laughs> I, you know, I, I think one guy I saw on the uh, casino surveillance made it out to the parking lot about 15 steps. And then, like, six guys shot him. Boom, boom, boom. You know what I mean? <laughs> and there's, it's like a, a, a flutter of paper in a madhouse. All the money is, you know... Kind of goes up. And do they okay? So what? What if you? What if you don't get shot? Do they take you in the basement like those Vegas movies say they do, and they just beat the shit out of you? Changed. Is that real? Things have changed. Okay. Oh, yeah. right. since corporations have taken up, exactly. they've got better ways to beat the shit out of you. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> in in the early seventies, though, when Tony Spilatro was providing security for some of those places. I think perhaps yeah, that was the, the <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Mo, you know? Well, I'm thinking of movies like The Cooler or like yeah. that that stupid movie where they were counting cards with Kevin Spacey and stuff. They, Which there's just the, tons uh, of scenes the, of people getting uh, their ass yeah, kicked the in a Vegas basement. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, they, uh, I had a friend. We we're going to see a show, and he was late for the show. He went out to get a pack of smokes. Gets a pack of smokes and starts running. Because they don't want to miss the beginning of Tom Jones. Because who does, uh-huh. right? So he's running, and like three. We saw Tom Jones together. Yeah, once. yeah I that see Tom a... Jones all yeah. the time. So three guys come the great over to Tom him. Jones. The great Tom Jones. Three guys run over to him. It was just, he said it was the funniest thing in the world. Three guys, plain clothes, not uh, not dressed as guards or anything, walk up in front of him and go, listen, listen, listen. It makes us very nervous when you when run you a run casino. To, to see yeah. <laughs> we know you didn't do anything wrong. We've been watching you. But it makes us very yeah. nervous. Let us stay relaxed. Walk. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe walk vigorously, but walk. Yeah. We get very nervous. You know, I, I am such a Tom Jones fan. Oh, he's the best. Um, when I saw that cover of uh, The Tower of Song. Yeah, yeah. Just one of the most gorgeous and things. the Elvis. The El- have you seen the Elvis one? Yeah, that's that? yeah, yeah. Well, I uh, that was Elvis's favorite singer was Tom Jones. Well, yeah, and then Tom uh, Elvis did the whole Vegas thing because of Tom Jones. Yeah, I mean that was what inspired him. That's who he wanted to be. You know, I once threw my underwear at Tom. Sure, Jones. who would <laughs> threw a big 
Big pair of boxer shorts, polka dotted boxer shorts. He's got an undeniable voice, man. I oh, mean, man. he's just and one of those guys. And sings everything in the same key. Yeah. He's in his 70s. You don't yeah. see Robert Plant doing that. No, no. Although, you know what? I saw Plant on the uh, the tour for the Syrian refugees. It's Steve Earle, yeah. Robert Plant, Patty Griffin, all yeah, of them. Yeah. And uh, he sang Going to California. Man, he had to get up there in the upper register, and he, he, he covered it. You Robert know? Plant's doing interesting stuff. He's not you know, just an oldie since guy. Led Zeppelin, even more interesting. Yeah, I think. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, I, uh, yeah, you know, those those records with Alice and Krauss, I think, are you know, kind Great of records. deeply resonant yeah. records. I mean, you know, the last bunch of years, I've done lots of album covers, so I've been able to, you know, I've been able to be privy to be to see some really uh, remarkable music. And uh, the plant records. I, I Just so you really know, Tony, great. you can buy a ticket to see the shows. You don't have to. Do it. <laughs> That's the quickest yeah. way for you to get a ticket to a show. Yeah, Pendulino is, you know, I, I, our receiver is always telling me, because I always have a deep guest list for his shows. He goes, and I know all your friends are indigent. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? So, so uh, um, I want to give you a little piece of advice. I have had supper with Tom Jones. I've gone out with Tom Jones. I am so jealous of you. Don't uh, get into a competition of sex stories with Tom Jones. I'm, I, believe me, it's not going to happen. You know, I did a show. Uh, I did a show. I was on. A I know show he says to women, "It's not a sock." <laughs> you know? I was. Uh, I did a show with Tom Jones, and while I was on stage, Tom Jones was in the dressing room with my wife. And she said for the entire 20 minutes, he just told her sex stories after sex stories. And then I was in Reno, and, there, and he, she said it was the greatest time of her life. <laughs> greatest time of her life. If you if you went backstage and they were both smoking, I, I would have definitely waited a few minutes. You know? Sure, sure. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, when you think about the longevity of Tom Jones, you know, it's like the guy never became a punchline. You know, when uh, when The Art of Noise wanted to do that kiss song, he's like, I'm in. I think and, it's a and, great and The idea. Art of Noise did it as a joke. Exactly. And it blew and, up in their face. And you know what? Tom didn't, man. Tom no. committed like a bitch. And it turned into this absolute revolution of uh, rediscovery you know, when, uh, for Tom Jones. And when he covered the Prince song. You yeah, know? Kiss, what yeah. what songs were what what was the Kiss song? What was the Prince song? It, it, was, it was Kiss, uh, Kiss by, by Prince. Kiss. Oh That's my! I confused. thought you meant yeah. Kiss the band. Yeah. Sorry. And 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 since then, you hear a lot about Tom Jones. Not so much about the Art of Noise. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, they're well, on a milk carton somewhere. You know, uh, uh, Jonathan Ross, uh, the host in England, good friend of mine. He um, he had Tom Jones on, and he said he tells this amazing story, which I've I've told before in the podcast. But he says, you know, you try to. Uh, you try to, uh, he said, he just has incredible integrity and no fear. You Absolutely. Know? He said, he thought, well, you know, Tom, we're going to have a little fun with you. We're going to make a little, uh, we're going to make a few jokes on the air. And he said, when you say that backstage to somebody, they go, what do you mean? What do you mean you're going to make a few jokes? He said, everybody gets nervous. He, said, he says to Tom Jones, we're going to make a few jokes, have a little fun with you. He goes, yeah, do what you have to. Yeah. <laughs> you know why? Because Tom <laughs> Jones awesome. knows. Not in his back pocket, in his front pocket. He's got that voice. And, and the minute mm -hmm. he starts singing, 
anybody trying to have fun with him looks foolish. Really foolish. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm such a huge Tom Jones fan. He's it's the greatest. He's, he's the greatest. He's the greatest guy. I got like and three you want favorite to be, singers. You want to be Tom Jones. Oh, yeah. I mean, because the integrity, the, the sexiness, everything. It's, you know, there's a guy who started out in a coal mine, yeah. you know? Yeah. In Wales. You Didn't know? you do a piece on Tom Jones? Yeah, you did. I did. And then little. you have that epic picture of, and you're wearing a t shirt of the piece, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Exactly. Yeah. That's I mean, awesome. I, uh, I talked the loop into spending their top dollar to get him to play a loop fest on. Uh, like Fourth of July or something. Was that you know? tough? Because they're all kind of rock and roll and just. You know like, what? You it know... was not nearly as hard as I thought it was going to be. Wow. Our uh, program director at the time, the great Dave Logan, Dave was like, he was all in. He's like Tom Jones. Yeah, man, I grew up listening. To Tom so Jones. who are the other two? Who are the other two? Mm. Other two favorite singers? John Boutte. Uh He's in New Orleans. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and. Uh, yeah, Nina Simone. Yeah, you know? yeah. Those are those are good yeah. choices. You yeah. can't be busted for those choices. <laughs> no, I, I, you know, I just, uh, I think if anything, it kind of inspires me more, as much as literature. It's sound. It's music. Yeah. You know, it's like you always and, have music uh, on when you're uh, when you're drawing. Absolutely, absolutely. And lately, lots of Dylan. Well, you know? yeah, yeah. It goes you know, once you pass the age of fifty, no, Nobel laureate Bob Dylan. Yes. You know, and he should have been knighted before fucking Ringo. There's only one problem. Uh-huh. Minnesota. Yeah, there is that. <laughs> Slows you, know? you down. <laughs> like... I believe there's something in the rules. You know, he could have walked up to the Queen and said, you know, there's an iron triangle over there in <laughs> England, too. Yeah. And I know that sounds like uh, Sammy Davis. Like Sammy, exactly. Every other <laughs> impression that I do. I tried to get on the Sin City show, Max, when you were just a, a tot. Okay. Uh, with my impressions. And uh, <laughs> Penn said, you know, they all sound like a bad Sammy Davis. It's just not working for you. <laughs> Even my walking, which is like my, my show That's piece, your go-to, yeah. That's my go-to. Uh, he's like, N- no, you, you sound like uh, Sammy Davis. <laughs> Sammy Davis <laughs> trying to like do Christopher Walken. You sound like a guy trying to sound like <laughs> Sammy Davis, you know? The mic's fine, Tony. What are you wrestling with the mic for? <laughs> well, I wanted it up so that, uh, you know, I was in radio. We're mic in your Irish dick. <laughs> yeah, put a mic in your Irish dick, my friend. <laughs> so so you're here, and Teller's here uh, He's bringing Macbeth to Chicago. Macbeth, That's after, 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 after the Tempest, after running the fucking table at every award did show Did you see in the Chicago. Tempest here? I did not, because I was in a show. Wow. And, uh... We were shooting Patriot at that time. Is the, is the season two done of Patriot? We're we're finished. Yeah, we wrapped. It's finished uh, filming. Yeah, yeah. Matt Max works on uh, on my second season with me. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was. What are you doing? PA. You know, I did a lot of. Yeah, I did some PA work. I got to follow and shadow uh, Steve Conrad, who's the showrunner and the writer. And he's. I mean, he was teaching me basically what it takes to be a great director, writer, and everything. I mean, this guy is just nonstop, man. He just doesn't. The greatest scene on television that I've seen in years and years and years is the Rochambeau. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Do you know how they did it? Yeah, I watched them do it. How, did, did, did they, they memorize it? Did it in four takes. Memorize it? Or they yeah. they were being cute? 
No, they rehearsed like they were doing those oh, while no doing the way. lines. You sure? Absolutely. No you positive. Way. Yeah. No earpiece. I never knew that. No. Yeah, because you see his eye line. It looks like he could be looking at someone who's holding up what to throw. No. You're positive of that. Absolutely positive. There's no trick on it. I would bet my life insurance on it. Really? And I've had to use my life insurance. <laughs> so, you know. Really? Absolutely. Because That's his incredible. eye line is not to her face. They, uh, they rehearse that for the full day beforehand. Um, <sighs> Steve's big on rehearsal. You know, oh, what, I mean, it shows. Uh, uh, boy, is that wait a till you see season two, my friend? Yeah. You can see a lot more birdbath this year. I know? love birdbath. So, yeah. I love birdbath. So do Tony, you know. Um, thank you for my SAG benefits. Thank yeah. you for my health insurance. <laughs> but by the yeah. way, uh, The Patriot, which is Amazon, right? Patriot, yeah. yeah. Yes, Amazon. And, uh, the Patriot's a bad Mel Gibson movie. Patriot it's, it's, is it's, a masterpiece. It's so badly named, Patriot. Because everybody thinks you're done with the bad Mel Gibson movie. And you start talking about how great Patriot is. Once you start watching it. <laughs> You see the absolute and you deep, know, ironic sense of that name. I did not even... I, I, I started watching without knowing you were in it, you know. I had nothing to do with you. Really? That's cool. awesome. I watched the show. I said, boy, this yeah. is a great... What the fuck is Tony doing there? <laughs> God, I'm glad Tony has a job. Yeah. You know? Good to see he's wow. working. Uh, amazing show. I think... Yeah, you know, I love Better Call Saul. I love Fargo. I love but, Odenkirk, you but know. I, mean, I did not see this is the thing. Odenkirk on Breaking Bad, my least favorite character. Then it I comes never to saw Breaking Bad. Then actually. it comes to uh, uh Better Call Saul, best actor ever. I think he's You know fabulous. what you know who else is remarkable in that show uh, is Jonathan Banks. Oh yeah. Who's just one of my favorite actors. And, and you know, I mean you, a guy that I a guy that I look to and think, you know. It's because of guys like this that pe guys who look like me get hired. And Michael McKean. Michael McKean. Amazing. You know? That's um, right. But Patriot. Yeah. Patriot. <laughs> the first episode of The Patriot, the very first mm -hmm. episode, I just went, what? What is this? <laughs> this is the greatest thing ever. I mean, what I like about it is that it's it's only like itself. Yeah. Um, our cast is from kind of all over the world you know mm -hmm. from uh, and where were you shooting patriot does that give away anything we shot in paris the, the second season which i loved i stayed there for four months and i became the uh, you know i want to talk to jonesy you know our dear friend mike jones who you're going to be playing with tomorrow night which is not tomorrow night but yes when is it is well it no tonight? no it is tomorrow night but we're oh, recording yeah. this okay and... <laughs> uh i became really crazy for eric satie's music oh sure you know, who Eric came Sati. up at the, at the birth of modernism and yep. surrealism and all of that. And I'd never heard it. You know, my daughter Gabby sent me the, the, the files, you know, via the internet. And I'd never heard of Eric Satie. And I'm, I'm crazy for nocturne music. Yeah. For night music. And, and you uh, know, Eric Satie thought each he saw, uh, I think he had a synesthesia. Synesthesia, is that what it's called? Synesthesia. I think synesthesia. I think, yeah. He, I think he saw um, he saw colors in uh, you know, in sounds. Another artist who was a painter, um, Joan Mitchell, also kind of had that same yeah. kind of revelation. So I think he, uh, Eric Satay th thought that um, that uh, he was uh, he was doing. 
perhaps Colorful. a painting with with yeah. with music. Sound, yeah. 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 But um yeah, you know, Paris, I mean, I got to stay there for long enough to let the city really sink in. And uh and I began to understand a lot of stuff about the world by being there because they're very slow to embrace any kind of militarism for a couple of reasons. They've had world wars fought on their soil in the last hundred years. Mm-hmm. And uh, they did not take the bait of this idiotic stuff after 9-11 like every other country in the world did. Mm-hmm. And um, they had Chirac to thank for that. You know, little else, but... Um, I was able to kind of unplug from the 24-hour news cycle. Yeah. Yeah. And walk around well, and enjoy but, and look every, at life. And, and Everybody uh, will be doing that. The, the 24-hour really news cycle is just a glitch. Yeah. Yeah. And really <clears throat> began to kind of love my fellow man again. Well, things you know? are getting... I mean, the, the book, Enlightenment Now, the Pinker book, the, the speed at which things are getting better... Okay, I, I don't know that book. If you could thumbnail that for me a little bit. Uh, everything is getting better at speeds that we can't even explain. Uh, fewer I deaths. hope so. No, it's not I hope so. Yeah. It's numbers. There's no question. Yeah. I mean, incredible. I mean, the, the the amount of people dying from terrorism and in war is is going down yeah. at speeds that's unbelievable. Uh, danger of terrorism in the USA, now below bees. Bees and wasps. More people die of bees and wasps. It's not even an issue. And I'm, I'm all you got to worry about grown terrorism, you know. There's the, none. You know? It's so low. You know, even school shootings are down. Uh, really? Yeah. It's a hard sell. Over for, the past 100 years, yeah. It's a hard sell for me right no, now. Well, that's man, because that's of news. That's the 24-hour news. If you unplug yeah. the 24-hour news cycle and look at the numbers, things are really safe. Yeah. Really just, safe. Um, I, I don't like the purchase that the NRA has on, on yeah. that. That yeah. doesn't matter, but yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean they're not doing anything, but sure. I mean, uh, well, I don't think they own half of the politicians. Yeah, in this that country, doesn't. The politicians you know? aren't doing much. So we're you're pretty safe right now. No, they're they're all wondering about Stormy Daniels right now, <laughs> which, which <laughs> is so bothersome. If he if if Trump goes down, there's nothing wrong with fucking shut up. No, I mean I don't yeah. care who he fucks. I don't give a shit. Exactly. I could not care less. And I, we'd like to. Have I do care about obstruction of justice. Sure, I care, yeah, that, stuff but, like that. But that's you know? what you, that's what people did on Clinton too. We don't care. We got a blowjob. Yeah. They would go on with this exactly. You you know, and uh, and I, I believe me, I did you know what not I don't like, like Bill Clinton. I do bit. not like. I do not like. You can fuck whoever you want, but attacking the person you fuck afterwards, I do not agree with. I am. I am totally on Monica Lewinsky's side. Yeah, yeah. I'm, to- oh, yeah. I'm totally on Stormy Daniels' side. And I will tell you, I don't want to talk too much politics. No, no, but I we know. can agree about this. Yeah. We can agree about this. <laughs> Has anyone ever looked better hooked up to a polygraph than Stormy <laughs> I believe that all the people in the world come together. Because polygraphs, 100% bullshit, prove nothing, nothing. Yeah, yeah. Totally jive. You know, I know guys who say they can beat them of course you by can. taking a half a Valium. You just you have know? to be in a uh, certain no, state of mind, no, no, right? No, 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 no. It's even, first of all, they don't work. So okay. beating them is assuming that they work. And they don't. Mm-hmm. They don't tell anything. But. If you want to get a telling the truth reading, it all has to do with your asshole. When really? you were doing, when you were doing the uh, the calibration at the beginning. Mm-hmm. By the way, uh, what I'm explaining right now, federal offense. Good. Um, Good. I like that. While they're asking you the questions, 
Every true question you're somebody, answering. Is somebody working your rear ringus? Well, you, you do yourself. You tighten your sphincter as tight as you can while you're answering any true question. Really? Yeah. And, and that's uh, how you beat it. That's how you beat it. And Bob Dylan. Good to know. Bob Dylan <laughs> wanted me to explain to him how to beat a polygraph. <laughs> I said, Bob, tighten your asshole. Do me a favor. Explain the genesis of your friendship with Bob Dylan. You, Nobel laureate Bob, Bob Dylan. Dylan. Uh, because I, I walk around telling people the story you told you told me about being with Bob when he found out he won the Nobel well, Prize. Whoa, 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 whoa. But we don't talk about those things. Oh, okay. Those are not public. But, right. uh, but, but Bob, I love that story. Bob, <laughs> has, Bob has come to the Penn & Teller show, and uh, 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 it's, it's an amazing. Coolest guy in the world. Yeah. 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 And uh, what I also loved was he's doing, he's doing the standards now. You know? Yeah. I love those standards. You know, you know the one I keep listening to? There's, there's two records that are constantly. Five records. Yeah. Well, no, the, oh, there are two that are constantly on my yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, loop list. Right. Um, infidels. Yep. Time out of mind. Yep. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know what I listen you know, to Once a lot? you turn 50 years old, Bob Dylan makes perfect sense. Yeah. You know, I mean, you have to grow into him. You know, uh, is he still really religious? Or is no, that no, 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 was that no, just a phase, no. like a phase? Well, you or... don't, you don't know with Bob. Yeah, there's right. no such thing there's... as a phase. It's just Bob is I everything. Think, okay. I think, okay. I think he examines each thing and and then moves on as it he absorbs what is good about it, and then. But you know, and, yeah. and, you, know you know how when you're uh, when you're sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, and you're really searching, yeah, and you're reading all the poetry, and you're doing this, and you're doing that. I'm doing that now. Bob didn't stop. Yeah. That's all. Bob didn't stop. Yeah, I mean, I I still do that. I still do that. And now. he try, tries mean, on different stuff. You know, he'll be, uh, you know, like like uh, when you, you got to examine it to to be able to, you know, make some kind of. Uh, informed decision over whether it has any resonance for you or right. not you know i mean uh yeah i mean one of the things that i think has kept him so vital as an artist is that restless and searching curiosity yeah, yeah. he's always a he's always it's a evolved. lesson it's a lesson to every single artist you know he was not busy being born is busy dying yeah as bob dylan said yeah. yeah and i love you know the standards records all the sinatra stuff who, yeah. who knew he could sing that it's fabulous. Yeah. It's so good. And, you know, perfect intonation and winning all the jazz awards. Buddy, I'm a Sinatra fan. Oh, yeah. Well, Sinatra. Speaking of winning all the jazz awards, my buddy Frank Catalano's, his Billboard, his Live in Tokyo record premiered on Billboard number one yesterday. Congratulations. Yeah. That's awesome. This is the best living horn player, sax player on the planet. And I say that without a hint of irony or hyperbole. Um, He's the nicest guy. Too. Yeah, I do all his album covers. Buddy Rich and Louis Belson found him when he was 13 years old. Um, What's his Kim name? and Jonesy got to get Frank together. Catalano. Frank Catalano. Yeah. Believe me, he is Chicago a, guy. Yeah, he is a yeah. revered presence at the Green Mill, which I'm thrilled to uh, be able to see you at the Green Mill. I'm only going to play a couple songs. A couple songs with Jonesy. But ours, you know, our, hey man, you're playing the Green Mill. Our, you know? our album's rocketing up the charts too. Cool. The man. show before the cool. show, recorded live at the Penn and Teller. Theater. You know what? My friend Kevin Kenny is a phenomenal jazz fan. Mm-hmm. Is just so queer for Jonesy. It's not even funny. I got to be able to bring him with me. 
Um, he, he, we all know, know Tony's guest list is deep. Exactly. All your friends are <laughs> all in the gym. All your friends are in the gym, you know. Because <laughs> uh, earlier in the day tomorrow, I'm going to see Steve Burrell's show at the Old Town School of Folk Music, the 30th anniversary of Copperhead Road. What time is that? It's at 4. Really? Yeah, I got, the, I march your, at, uh, I got the march at noon. I got Steve at 4. You're still in the marching band? No, I'm, I'm going You're playing the, the bass drum? The march for life. I'm, you know... I'm sure. You're anti-abortion. Anti-abortion. You've always been there, Tony. Pro-life, he's my guy. He'll be out there marching (laughs) against abortion. No abortion for anybody ever. That's my man, Tony. He's leading a pro-life, Tony Fitzpatrick. Yeah, Tony raises money for Planned Parenthood. But after you you have done your pro-life march. It's the anti-gun rally. After you've done your pro-life march, are you going to do 4 o'clock? Are you inviting me? Would you like Can to I go? be part of your guest yeah, list? Yeah, it's just. Did it seem like I, I asked for an invitation just, there? No, no, no. It's just me. I will gladly bring you along. I think. It, yeah, know. I think I want to go. You know, should uh, I go to the pro pro life thir- rally too? Thir- the anti gun rally. <laughs> the pro life rally. The pro life rally. To the anti gun. The NRA rally. He's uh, all I'm about the anti. So he's doing, the, he's, doing the, he's doing he's doing the gun rally yes. and the pro life rally. I'll be at both back to back. Back to back. How quickly Tony they is turn. there. Tony's there. Well, no, I see the I see the pro life tattoo and I see the NRA tattoo. Yeah, and that's, sure. It's good to know yeah, that about yeah, you, Tony. Good to know. Sure. So, what are you doing artistically now, Tony? I'm making. A, I have a show opening April six. And where are the etchings? They haven't been showing up as much. Oh, I'm making some etchings. Good. good I know. I lost my shop after my heart surgery. I could no longer afford to keep it. And uh, I started making my etchings at Chicago Printmakers Collaborative. Mm-hmm. And man, I should have done that years ago. There are all these amazing young printmakers that I'm learning from, and they're learning from me. And uh, uh, it's a community shop. And what's the you subject know? you're drawing now? Well, I'm drawing the devil, you know, yeah, right sure. now. You sure. know, I'm drawing one called Electro Devil, you know. Because, you know, you got to have a little Satan in your life, my oh, friend. Oh, absolutely. You know? um, and uh, I'm making a big body of work about Paris. You know, I mean, it really, uh, it really became uh, a huge part of my heart. I, I just adore that city. Well, you do know? this. Now, what happened to your uh, love affair with New Orleans? Weren't you moving down there? Yeah, and then I had heart surgery. And, uh, thought, thought you'd stay away from the beignets? Stay away from all the fried food. I mean, there isn't fuck all I can eat in New Orleans, man. I mean, every yeah. single thing to eat down there will fucking kill me. You know, I had so. my I had my kill doubts. Anybody? Yeah, yeah. I had my doubts about New Orleans, man. I thought it was always a bluff, and I I wouldn't say it was a bluff because, like you said, the heart surgery sort of yeah. derailed it was a, that. It was a but bluff. He wasn't leaving I, Chicago. I, yeah, you've yeah, never left Paris. Chicago successfully, man. Yeah, I know. I've tried. So, yeah, I've tried I know. A few I know. Times. So it's... But Paris is like the mother guys of New who, Orleans. Guys yeah. who look like you have to live in Chicago. Yeah. That's... <laughs> but you know what? You know how many winners I've endured? Oh, it's you know how many shitty mayors I've endured? You know, you know how many I, asshole politicians I, I've observed. I was going to bring a heavy sweatshirt 
And I just could not. I, I'm going to stay in cars and in hotels. Yeah. I'm not going outside. He's an here. uber creature, this man. Hey, man, you that's, know? you know, I don't blame anyone who comes from, you know, the West Coast over here and they're freezing their well, balls off. It's just like, so you, you know, got to get out of there. Vegas is not on the coast yet. Oh, right, 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 Soon. right. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Gonna I, that, I just, we'll you get know. that climate change going. Well, you know, have a beachfront. You know, right. six months a year, it's colder than a nun's snatch on Good Friday in Chicago. I mean, it's really, it's, it's, Better, you know. I mean, Paris. Yeah. When we when we were shooting in Paris, I love when Tony tells you stuff that he thinks he's bringing. He tells everything as though no one else knows it. No, no. But... Like Chicago is cold. Tony is saying, like he's just giving you this revelation. We have found the quark, the the Higgs boson. Let me explain this to you. Chicago is cold. Chicago's um, Paris. When it was 40 degrees, everybody was dressed up like the Michelin Man. Right, yeah. It is bitterly cold. They it's had like, their Canada goose jackets. Yeah, 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 oh, exactly. God. It's like, 40 degrees in Chicago, you get your dick out. Yeah, yeah, yeah you do. Exactly. You really do. If there, it was raining. They were like, we are so sorry. For you made the, me wear a the, sweater. The, the poor weather, we are so sorry. We were like, this is perfect for us. You don't yeah. you don't know where we came from. It's like yeah. we came from like Siberia, you it's know what I'm saying? Fucking it's fucking like, Tahiti does. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, I never ate better than I ate in Paris. Oh, man. Yeah. I lost 17 pounds over there in Penn every in morning. four months? Yeah. That's slow. You should do that in two weeks, don't. Two weeks is 17 <laughs> pounds. Two weeks. I, you know, I hate guys who've lost more weight than me. They're just, just such fucking he's, dicks about he's it. One yeah, of, yeah. He's one of the only guys, though, that can come back from Paris and, and you know, come 17 pounds lighter. Though. <clears throat> no, that was yeah. pretty Anybody impressive. Anybody can. <laughs> you know what? Every morning I had a baguette. Yeah, don't. I had butter. Stop. I had uh, <laughs> green You're an tea. idiot. Look at you. You're knocking on heaven's door. Stop <laughs> with the baguette. Stop with the butter. You idiot. Yeah. And the sugar. Yeah, stop it. Mean, Just stop it. Any. I, I, <coughs> this guy. Stop. Every day, will at least he, with one thing, he'll gotta, be like, "Gotta get a little bit of protein." He goes, "He goes, I can have that today. You know, I can have that. You know, that, that's fine. That's oh, fine." I love you. Like, I love you him do doing impersonation to you. Every Let's hear day. more. Let's hear more. <laughs> Max does Tony. You know, kid, I can I can have that today. You know, I I, I had a good swim today. I did like thirty lengths. <laughs> You know, I could have that. <laughs> Thirty legs. I'll have a steak and some gummy bears. Oh, and a little. Eat, I don't eat any red. He doesn't. Meat, he, and well, you know you, what? Do you eat chicken? No. Okay, good. Do you eat the fish? Eat a lot of fish. Just as bad as red meat. Stop all of that shit. Eat plants. Be eat healthy. Plants. Not cough drops. Tell him how many plants <laughs> I eat. He, he eats uh, a fair amount of plants. Any dressing on the plants? You Any know, butter on the plants? No, really. No so, butter on the plants. Good, good, no. Good, 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 good. Uh, Steamed broccoli. Good. Yeah. Steamed green beans. Good. Eggs. Cucumber salad. Good. Or poached eggs. That's that's good, right? Yeah. Beans yeah. and rice. Poached eggs? No. White. Poached eggs, poached eggs, eggs are good. Terrible. Okay. White. Terrible. Egg whites. Egg whites. No. No. Egg whites are terrible. <laughs> They're terrible. <laughs> no. Those. No. None of that'll help you. <sighs> no cheese. Get away from that shit. Get healthy. Once you're around for another, I don't know, what are we going to What's our best case scenario, Tony? Three years? <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say oh. I got 20. I'll make 20. 20? Easy. 
20 years. Okay. I could, yeah. I'll, I'll take the, I'll take the under on that. I'll give, I'll give, I'll take uh, the under. What are you going to do? What are you going to do on this, man? I'll give him, I'll give him 30 years. Okay. I'll you know what I want to know? Because my dad. I'll take the you under. You know what I want to know? How the fuck is Keith Richards still alive? Well, if one, not eating fucking baguettes and butter every morning. <laughs> You'd be better off on heroin, Tone. Better off. <laughs> I'm telling you, better off Pen on. suggesting heroin, Max. Oh, let's gosh. go, let's go oh, cop no. a couple dime bags. All okay, right. Fentanyl. Well, of course, oh, now, the, now, the, now that Trump is against the drugs. Fentanyl, no, fentanyl, God. fentanyl killed fucking Prince and Petty, you know? Yeah. And, it, it, it's killed a lot of people who are into, like, and now well, it's drugs, also something, prescription you know, drugs and You know, shit. what they had my dad on the whole time he was in hospice were fentanyl patches. But in hospice, it doesn't yeah. fucking matter. Yeah. You exactly. know, when my mother was paralyzed and dying, you know, the doctors would say, we don't want to give her this. She might get addicted. I'd go, she's almost dead. Addictor. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. No, no. When I, you, know, you know how anti-drug exactly. I am. You know how yes, anti-drug I, I am. Yes, I do. When I'm dying, <laughs> that's going away. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. I'll be on fentanyl and acid forever. <laughs> you know what helped reduce the swelling in this leg? Not eating butter and baguettes in Paris, idiot. I didn't on. eat any <laughs> fucking butter for a year. You said ever. every morning I'd have a in baguette. Paris, I had a baguette with some butter. You know? <laughs> he 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 will yeah he will have butter every now and then. But he's you know he's pretty good about that stuff. Yeah, he has I mean, these things really about food. in his head where if he hasn't had it for a while, he'll start to be like. Well, this one time won't hurt, you know, kid. You know, I'll just take it one more time. Max, <laughs> when you got the steak at Perigo, right. How much of it did I eat? You ate like one strip, and then you left the rest of that crazy huge steak to me. Like it's this whole. uh, I haven't eaten meat. Oh, hardly. (laughs) 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 No, I'm serious. You know, you know what the you know what the cardiologist told me. The cleanest meat of all of them is none. Cleanest meat is actually pork. Sure, but none is better. What do you eat? Nothing. I eat uh, <laughs> I eat rice and beans and vegetables. That's not bad. No, that's good. That's good. How do you make it edible? <laughs> <laughs> you you have to. All food desire is habit. So what you can't do is say it's been a week or two. I'm going to do this. Just don't do it. You don't you don't crave it. The cravings mm-hmm. go away. Three months, all the cravings go away. But you have to do three months clean, then the cravings go away. What do you do? You make a salad or? Yeah, big salads and. Uh, what do you put on them? Nothing. Uh, lemon juice, vinegar. Yeah. Olive oil. No, no, no. <coughs> olive oil, wicked bad. Olive oil's bad. Well, since when? Compared to butter, uh, no. Okay. Compared to no olive oil, uh, <laughs> all of your weight gain right. is a spoonful of olive oil an hour. That's all it is. So you get two spoonfuls of olive oil, you're getting fat. Just that's all is to it. Stop wow. it. You don't need any protein added with, with, with animal products. You don't ever need that. You don't ever need any oil or fat. Stop it. You'll get plenty of it. Wow. Eat whole plants. <coughs> I might go vegetarian. I don't know. No, no. no don't, vegetarian don't help. Go vegan. Go vegan? Yeah. That's oh, the most insufferable so motherfuckers in the world. That's yeah. so far yeah. in. No, nobody worse. But I'm not actually vegan. I'm whole plants. Because vegan takes a morality thing with it that has to do with, uh, I do it for health and not for uh, not for morality. Although I'll tell you, 
When you are vegan and you start looking at factory farming and the amount of suffering and pain, you kind of oh, go, it's awful. Yeah. you should stop that. And also, you know, the, the carbon footprint. Um, uh, doing Methane more, and shit, yeah. yeah. Well, no, it's not just that. It's just trucking stuff around and yeah. all that stuff. But uh, but I, that wasn't the reason I did it. I, I did it because I was going to die. Because, see, I went to the hospital and then I changed stuff. So did I. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'll 80 have a little pounds, bit of butter. And a... I'm 80 pounds lighter than I was when I had my quadruple bias. This is true. That's true. Yeah, you know? this is true. And I'm going to lose another 60. Another 100. Yeah, better off. Uh, you, know, you know, I don't know that I can lose. We got, we got, to, aim, we got to aim short got, distances we, for you know, this. You know, we, 100's a lot. Okay, Tony's not on the genius track here. <laughs> genius, okay? <laughs> Tony's on the slow learner. Maybe, yeah. maybe should have worn a fucking helmet through life. Yeah. Okay. Track, you know. Here's what I was going to start saying at the very beginning of this conversation. I want to tell this story. We're talking about gambling, right? Yeah. Talk mm -hmm. about pulling your tits out, run with the money. <laughs> I'll tell you a crew in the I think it was the '70s or the '80s. A crew that got away with it ran this scam a few times. They were working a, uh, uh, I think a baccarat table, right? Yeah. And Everybody at the baccarat table was dirty. The dealer and all five players. Okay? So they're just doing a show for the eye in the sky to steal all this money. Right? And they need to get security not paying attention to them to not to not even not even look at them. So they need a distraction. So they hire the best uh, guy at switching dice and the best guy at shaving dice, right? So the way you have to do that is the guy has to switch the dice out, which is an impossible thing to do, right? Then when he switches those dice out, another guy has to sit at the table and shave the dice so they're dirty while they're sitting at the table, which is also impossible. Then he's got to give them to the other guy and switch How it How did in. you do that with the camera not seeing? Uh, you got to be good. But when these two guys work... The another hard part is then you have to have another guy in the crew who wins and gets out, right? Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's a hard thing. They hire the guy who fixes the dice, the guy who switches the dice. They don't hire anyone to win. They hire no one to win. Okay. Well, they're all five players, so no, no, I no, mean, no, no. Somebody they're, wins. No, no. Right? They're at a whole different table. Okay. Other side of the casino, the baccarat is where the game is going. They've hired the two dice guy. To be out at the craps table, totally they're part of the crew, but totally unrelated. They don't pick a guy to win. Okay, there's no guy to win, no money from the craps table. So they then switch in loaded dice on a guy they see there who they don't know, <laughs> got nothing to do with him. They switch it in on him. Okay, so you pick a big guy from Texas who's out there having a good night, and they switch the dice in so he starts winning with dirty dice. Then they split. <laughs> so now you've got some guy who's totally innocent, nothing to do with anything, who's rolling dirty dice and winning every time. Oh. He starts winning. And after a while, I in the sky sees this guy winning. They go over and go, hey, buddy, you're winning an awful lot. Sure I am. Good night for me. Good night for me. Let's take a look at those dice. Wait a minute. These dice are dirty. We're taking you. We're taking you in. Take you, Fuck to you. Take you to the basement. Fuck you. You are. I didn't do nothing wrong. They've got an innocent guy with dirty dice. Wow. Then they've got 
the best distraction in the history of the world, right? Imagine you're playing, you start winning, and then you say, if those dice are dirty, someone else switched them. And the casino guy says, let me get this straight, Tony. (laughs) Somebody came in here. This sounds like a Tony story, too. (laughs) Someone came in here and switched the dice so you would win and you don't know them. Yeah. Yeah. That's, what, That's like getting drunk and somebody shit in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> so can you imagine? So now, how did the other guys make money? The other guys are playing the Baccarat table. Yeah. Well, all the security rushes over to deal with the crazy guy who says he's innocent with the dirty dice. All the attention the casino goes there, they're doing their thing over there. Takes the heat off them. But I, I don't care at all about it's the scam. Li- it's a little chaos theory for me. I mean, I, I, I would get lost in that. But... Uh, I don't care at all about the scam at the background table. Yeah. I love the fact. I love the kind of pure surrealism of we're going to cheat the casino so someone we don't know wins. <laughs> <laughs> it makes... it's, it's very data, you know. Very I mean, data. It's, oh, it's like... It's very deconstructionist, you yeah. know. I mean, we don't care who wins; just someone's going to win. That's right. And funny. I also love the idea of the guys there just saying they're going. How about that guy? He looks like he's about three twenty six three from gonna, Chicago. He's got a let's let's give him the he's dirty got a, dice. This is going to be fun. <laughs> he's, he's got a little buzz on. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a hooker next to him. Oh boy. <laughs> Well, very often when a guy gets hot on a table, you know, some woman shows up. (coughs) Is that really a thing? What? that They send a woman over? If you have a lot of money, sex partners will show up. Yes, Tony, that's a thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Tony. Are there there still coolers out there? When you cross 500 million, I'm just telling you, sex partners will show up for you. Yeah. Exactly. Out of nowhere. And it don't, Stormy! You don't have, Stormy, what's up? You don't have to be in Vegas. As a matter of fact, you could be in North Dakota. <laughs> yeah. You cross Wichita. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. They will show up. Kearney, Nebraska. And they won't necessarily need to be women. They can be any any color of the rainbow you want, Tone. Wow, that's good to know. When we get that five hundred million, man, we're we're on easy street. That's right. Yeah, that'll that's work right. Yeah, right. your mother's gonna love that. You know, the five hundred million. By the way, your mother will be fine if you've got five hundred million. All oh, of, all oh, of that yeah, stuff will yeah. be forgotten. Oh, she'd be great. Yeah. You, you know, it wouldn't be Tony who had five hundred million. You know, I mean, <laughs> exactly. Anything have a million. Yeah, Michelle I'd have would like go, five. Yeah, Michelle would. Mom go, would have like. Michelle would go. Here's a million dollars. Go buy some art and a lot of baseball hats and keep yourself happy. <laughs> We're gonna let the adults handle the money. You know. You know, there's a uh, there's a joke that I love. I love joke that I love. A uh, kid comes home from school, says to his dad, "We're trying to study the difference between um, theory and reality." In science. You know this joke? Yeah, it's great. Theory and reality. We're trying to say that in science. And the father goes, uh, theory and reality? I can teach you this. Um, go upstairs, ask your sister if she would uh, fuck the guy next door for a million dollars. Kid goes, okay. Goes upstairs, talks to his sister, comes down. The father says, what did she say? He says, she said yes. She'd 
she'd fuck the guy next door for a million dollars. He goes, okay, now go ask your mother. Ask your mother if she would. Kid goes in, asks his mother, comes back out. He said, what'd your mother say? So well, she said yes. He goes, here you go, kid. In theory, we're sitting on $2 million. In reality, we live with a couple whores. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to make all our feminist friends very happy. Oh, man, that's amazing. It is a very nice joke. I know. It's, I know. A it's a great, very, very funny. Nice it's very funny. It's a very nice joke. This speech is my recital. I think it's very vital to rock around. That's right. On top. It's tricky. Hey guys, this is Max Fitzpatrick of the Max and Tony Show. We just want to thank you guys for tuning in to our first half of our 32nd episode. Sponsored by Forbidden Root Beer. Next time you're in Chicago, check out their brewery on 1746 West Chicago Avenue. Big shout out to Parkwalk Productions, home of the Max and Tony Show. Don't forget to check out Adventureland Gallery in the Dime Showroom at 1513 Northwestern. Look out for Rick Tellinger in June. Want to catch up on old episodes? Have any burning questions to ask Max or Tony? Then go to themaxandtonyshow.com. Tune in next time for the second half of our 32nd episode, which will be tomorrow. Tricky, tricky.